What does it take to create something that never existed before? What does it take to challenge the status quo? What does it take to change the world? This is the Swell Podcast. We're passionate about the seed of an idea and how it swells into a movement. Take a journey with us as we seek the answers to those three questions through the stories of thought leaders, world builders, game changers, disruptors, and other pleasantly rebellious humans who've ventured out into the unknown on a personal journey to do something novel, innovative, creative, or disruptive. Today, in the spirit of creating something new, in addition to our longer format guest interviews each season, we wanted to sprinkle in some shorter interviews with startups and various members of Kiln, our podcast partner, where they can share their own stories and experiences of fiery formation and growth from inside the Kiln. Today, we're featuring Aaron from the startup Freeplay, an app that's disrupting fitness instruction and training. They're taking fitness classes and the instructors from outside of the gym and bringing those same classes and instructors to you live on their app. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast, sign up to our newsletter at theswellpod.com, and get in on the conversation through all of the major socials at The Swell Pod. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. We started about three years ago, three and a half years ago. Um, we were originally a universal gym membership that you would use to go with friends um, to the gym. So we saw this big problem where like, if you wanted to go play a pickup game of basketball together, or you wanted to rock climb together, it was really hard to get groups of friends to do that because um, they have different gym memberships at different locations. And um, there's not really like a good communication channel to, rally everyone around and say, Hey, let's go do this thing and, and quickly, um, gather the RSVPs. So, um, we set out on a, on a journey to basically create a pass that you could use to get into anywhere. So we removed that friction point. And then, um, in addition to that, we had a lot of things in our app that made it so you could quickly find an activity that you wanted to do with friends. And then um, you could create groups of people that you might want to do it with. And then very quickly share the, the link to that thing. And people could go in and just reply to a text message to say, yeah, I'm in or I'm out. Um, so it was a really elegant way to get people to go do stuff together. Um, and then uh, we, so we raised a couple million dollars on that idea. Um, uh, a month later after we raised COVID hit and um, <laughs> everything that our company was built on kind of went out the window and we had to rethink our, our business model. Um, and so we, we pushed pause for a couple of, a couple of months as we waited to see how everything shook out. And then um, there were a couple really interesting trends that started to emerge that we observed. So the first thing that we saw is the, um, the gyms were all shutting down, right? Because COVID was super uncertain. Nobody knew what was, how it was getting spread. And so um, immediately, every, every fitness instructor on the planet really uh, lost their job. And they had no way to, um, to teach anymore. And so uh, that, that was kind of interesting. Um, so what we started to see from the instructors is they would go uh, on, they, they'd create a Zoom class and they'd blast out to their Instagram and say, hey guys, 
come join me for free, take this class. They just wanted to, they want to teach, right? That's why they got into their career. They don't care if they're making money or not a whole lot. Um, but then the ones that started to do this, they uh, would teach a class and they would make double what they were making before at a gym. And they're kind of like, whoa, that's really interesting. And then some instructors would go to a park and they would teach people in person and they would make three to four to five times as much as they were making at a gym previously, just by charging like, you know, three, four bucks a person. Um, so it sort of woke up that this was really a fascinating phenomenon, but it woke up the whole industry to this, the fact that um, in a gym and a fitness studio, uh, the primary value creator is the, the fitness instructor, the person that's teaching the class. And instructors woke up to the fact that like, I don't need a gym or a studio anymore to teach my classes. I, can, I, I have all this technology at my fingertips to use. But the problem is, is that managing all of that technology was really difficult, right? You have Zoom, you've got like how am I going to keep track of who's booked into a class, who's paid? Um, how do I do the actual live streaming and then save that and, and distribute it out for later? So um, we came in, we said, actually, we have a platform that is really close to solving all of this for gyms. What if we make a few small changes and make this platform available to instructors? so that they can, within a matter of minutes, come to our website, sign up as an instructor, and uh, immediately begin teaching uh, their client base and never have to worry about um, all the business side of, of running this freelance business anymore because we take care of that. So um, that's what we did. We just launched our um, first version of this a month ago. We've had uh, incredible adoption the, um, the, the interest is very strong on both sides. On the instructor side, we've signed up over 150 instructors to, to start teaching. Um, they're just salivating at this because there's nothing else out there like it. Um, and then on the consumer side, because we were able, we're, we're able to kind of disintermediate the gyms and studios, um, you know, we actually are able to reduce costs significantly and pass those savings on to the consumer. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at right now as a company. Um, to put it in a sentence, we, uh, the, the way that we think about it is we're making Twitch for fitness instructors, a way for individual instructors to connect directly with their community um, and stream online content that's uh, very engaging and um, gets people all over the world fit from their home. Oh man, where do I even start? I, I would like to know, um, I'll just start here. So looking into the future, right? Looking into post COVID, um, how do you look like, what are you thinking about or what, what is, what is maybe a longer term vision when you think about uh, the yeah. world after COVID? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think because instructors have come to this realization that they don't need gyms or studios anymore. Um, we, we anticipate that a lot will, will continue to teach online um, to reach you know, a very broad audience, but um, also that they'll wanna go in person. Um, so it will be teaching at public places like a parking lot or someone's backyard or a park. Um, and 
we, we can foresee a time where because the, um, the value creators are the ones that are getting compensated for the value that they're creating, um, we envision that there, there might be a time where an, an instructor is actually shopping for gyms and studios to teach at, not the other way around. Um, and so really like a, a fitness studio might become more of a real estate business where you're just leasing your space out to the instructors and it takes away a lot of the management overhead. Um, obviously, I don't think that the industry is going to go full scale that way. But um, Business Week did a survey. They found that 59% of gym members are not planning to renew their membership once COVID is over. And um, as many as, as half of all gyms and studios will shut down permanently in the wake of COVID. So we're, we're seeing a, a this industry perhaps more than any others, other than maybe like hospitality or um, travel is, is going to have some very, very long-term ripple effects that uh, will be really interesting to, to see play out. Yeah. So you're probably going to see like, you're probably going to see the way, the way Twitch has like streamer houses. Now you're going to see these fitness houses pop up with, with yeah. all of these fitness instructors kind of living totally. in the same house. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the goal we want to have. I mean, we would love to be able to do like big events too with our top streamers, you know, and say like, Hey, we're going to be in Chicago this day and time. And anyone who's in Chicago area, come take a class, uh, you know, and this happens a little bit today where you get like hundreds of people taking a class together and it's amazing. But we think that like, that's what the future looks like in, in fitness. Okay. And so my last question is just um, that moment, right. Where you're pivoting and, and, you know, it, I like the way you, the way you talk about that in, in your story, it, it seems like it, it was, it was a pretty easy decision. Like it was, it was just kind of all of a sudden you're, you're seeing all of this stuff. Was it like just naturally, like you're, you were just open to the, 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 this, this idea that you were going to have to iterate, or was it actually really difficult in the moment and kind of help me yeah. understand that moment for you? Yeah. Um, it was, I, I think for us, when COVID struck, um, we're like, okay, guys, we've got we've to buckle down. We have to get creative. And we've got to like throw out preconceived notions about how this worked before, because we don't know what it's going to look like after. So um, we actually, on our own, we, we went and started recruiting instructors to say, hey, can, can you teach a class on our live streaming on YouTube? And we just want to see how it goes and learn about this. And then, um, and then we actually, in July, we did a, a month where we did a fully outdoor series and we just went to <laughs> Sky Ridge High School and said, hey, show up, it's free class. Um, and you know, we would get 30, 40 people to show up every, every class to, at Sky Ridge. So, we, um, we were just doing that really to kind of continue to add value to our customer base and stay relevant. But um, I think because we were, we, we were just trying to get creative and learn, um, that's when it started to open up our perspective. And we're like, well, looks, look, look what's happening here. This is kind of interesting. And um, so because we had already made all these contacts, we just called around to a few instructors and like, we were blown away at how positive their response was. I mean, everyone we talked to was like, 
oh my gosh, like, can I use that now? Is this something that I can, like, when can I access this? So um, I think it was, I, by the time we got to that point, it was like, we would be so stupid not to do this because all the directions, all the things we were struggling with in the old model, like they were no longer an issue. And there's so much energy and momentum that um, you could just feel it. You know, you could feel that this was the right path for us. Yeah, no, fascinated by the, the you know, your journey so far. I think it's amazing um, what a year you've had, everyone's had to, to, you know, some have successfully pivoted and some haven't, but you're, you're tired, you, man. you know, yeah, I bet <laughs> you are, I bet you are, but you know, but, but what a great position to be in, right. Going into 2021 with lo still lots of uncertainty, right. Because of yeah. COVID. Um, and so you can just build on that. So yeah, congratulations. Um, just remind me what makes the experience really uh, unique. I mean, okay. They can use your platform and that takes away a few headaches. Yeah. What, what are people saying to you? Like makes it special. Yeah. I mean, I think the, um, this this online fitness streaming has gotten so hot i mean peloton's just i have i have a bunch of stock in peloton just to hedge my bets you know <laughs> um but uh they, they've taken off apple announced the apple fitness plus um and i think what what's really interesting is like those companies they're they're content creators right and and they're very very focused on um, the quality of the content that they're putting out. And it's a, it's a, it's a great, great product. Um, but what we're seeing is that people like the reason that people go to their local community gym or their fitness studio is not be necessarily because the quality is exceptional. That has something to do with it, but it's not everything. It's the relationship, right? It's when you walk into a class um, you have this personality that's leading the class who you have a, like, they're kind of, they're an inspiring figure. They're your friend. There's this form of community that um, I think in our generation doesn't really exist anywhere else. Um, like before it was, you'd go to church and you sit through a sermon and then like, that's where your community lies. But um, where that's not necessarily the MO for millennials and, and uh, you know, the, the alpha generation, um, you need a place to, con to be together, even if it's not in person, but be together and be with people that share your similar interests. Um, so that's really where our focus is, is on how can we create that community and that bond between the instructor and their students um, and make it so that you feel like when you're coming to a class, you're not just getting exercise, but like you're interacting with a friend, um, doing something that you both really love to do. What does the platform do to help that instructor create that relationship? Uh, is, I mean, are, are there features, features, functionality now or in the future yeah. that, that are going to help them really kind of build that, not just in the actual session itself, but. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some basic functionality, like when you come into the app, you can, um, you can subscribe to an individual instructors. And, um, and so anytime that they're producing new content, you get notifications or anytime they have, they have a new live class scheduled, you get notifications. So we, 
we have that mechanism. I think the, the primary thing where the actual interaction is taking place is during the live stream classes. And so an instructor is teaching live stream. Um, there's a, they're just like Twitch, there's a chat that's open and anybody at any time can come into the chat, um, type a message, you know, send an emoji that they're, they're dying or whatever. <laughs> and um, it's really, it, it's really like up to the instructor to figure out how do I engage with my audience and how do I create that feeling of community in the class um, while they're, you know, able to read through the chat and answer questions. And um, so, so that's, that's the primary mechanism right now. Um, we have a lot of stuff cooking that will continue to build on that and, uh, and, and make those relationships just very natural and very easy for instructors and for consumers. Can subscribers or, 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 you know, attendees of these, of these, of these, uh, instructions can, uh, can they leave tips? Is that something that they can do right now? Not right now. Yeah. That's definitely something that we've, uh, we've discussed though. Um, for sure is like some kind of a gratuity model. And, and also I should clarify, like right now, our model is you pay a monthly subscription and you get access to all of our instructors. What we found is that it kind of, it makes the instructors feel like they're an employee of free play, not a freelance instructor. Mm. So we're actually going to be moving away from that. And instead um, a consumer will subscribe individually to whatever instructors they want to subscribe to and um, they'll get access to all their content. And, that, and that's money directly in the instructor's pocket. And we'll take a, we'll take a piece of that for as a platform fee, but um, that's where we, uh, we are making a model change to help align incentives there for the instructors and the consumers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause you, you're going to have competitors, I guess, you know, trying to, trying to get corner this market. Right. And, and what's going to make yeah. the difference is the experience of the platform, the actual end to end experience, just the, you know, the continual improvements of what that experience is end to end. But yeah, it sounds like you're, you're, uh, you're going to do a great job of this. So I'm, I'm curious, I'm going to, I'm going to sign up, I think, and try it out. Um, so, um, what's your role? I don't know if we covered that probably should have done at the beginning. Yeah. What, what's your role and, uh, yeah. how uh, did it... I'm, I'm the founder CEO. Um, we have, uh, I've got another co-founder that's our CTO. And, um, so basically I just attend meetings and, uh, you know, talk to guys like you. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> but right before, what were you doing before free play? Yeah. Um, so I was, uh, I, I have, gosh, how long has it been now? I've got, um, eight years of experience doing product management stuff. Um, so I was product manager at, uh, a local company in South Jordan called Avanti doing high tech uh -huh. software. Um, and then I, I jumped over to Domo and led, um, their consumer, uh, communications team in the product. Um, so, uh, did that for about two and a half years. And then I've actually, um, I actually do a little bit of freelance, um, consulting on the side. So I've done consulting for Twitter, for Google, Sony, um, really big consumer brands in mm -hmm. product management specifically, and, uh, just kind of concepting new, helping them take 
brand new products to market that um, are disruptive or, or solve a, a, a particularly niche problem. So huh. what, what triggered this particular, I know you pivoted big time, right? Um, this year, but what triggered you to do this, this particular model, well, this yeah. particular business? <laughs> um, I mean, it's a funny story. I, when I was at Domo, they cater in every meal or they did. I don't know if they still do or not, but, um, so I put on like 15 pounds, my first three months. <laughs> it's like the demo 15, you know? And I, I distinctively remember like I was sitting at my desk and I looked down and there was like, my gut was hanging, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I gotta do something about this. Like I'm the prime of my life. I can't be this fat out of shape guy. So, um, what I wanted to do was go, just go like play some pickup sports, you know? Um, but I, I just didn't know, like, how do I find people to do this with? And then what are we going to use to coordinate it? it? It's a nightmare. And I had friends that were trying it, that were attempting to do this and it would take them like two hours to, to get one pickup game going. So um, that was when I was like, we need, there's gotta be a, a solution out there that, that does this. And there really wasn't. So I, decided to build it yeah well, <laughs> i might have been in that same place same place before but i didn't build a business <laughs> but you know i definitely looked down and saw a gut thanks for hanging out with us we hope you enjoyed today's dive into the kiln be sure to check out our longer form episodes like and subscribe to the podcast sign up to our newsletter at theswellpod.com and get in on the conversation through all major socials at the swell pod we'll see you next time